0: Welcome to Egg Fu. What? First and only podcast about people eating stuff on Mike Lisk.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Foo. What?
0: Young Michael, how was our week? <laughs> Pretty good. Did you get the check?
1: Uh, did I get the check? <laughs> yes, I got uh-huh. the check. <laughs> Let me say uh-huh. to the appropriations committee. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
0: to
2: that the penny was, to the
1: penny to the penny that was <laughs> delightful
0: uh uh-huh. gave you a giggle
1: my, my, huh
0: you got a little giggle
1: i got a little giggle uh-huh. uh and i made a big thing of cuz you know i was gone for uh almost 3 weeks
0: yeah
2: and i
1: th- i think it got delivered literally like 30 minutes after i left to go away <laughs> for 3 weeks yeah, and yeah. there. And i started laughing today i was like that would be the perfect like crappy early odds movie like oh no we sent Greg the wrong check we got to go get that check and like the whole movie is you you have three weeks to go come up and like sneak in and somehow get the check and replace it or whatever <laughs> but my favorite part is uh. I brought in and uh my my nephew is there uh your biggest fan <laughs> and I'm like oh got a check got an neck food what check and whatever I open it and it's fun and he's like man look at Mike Mike is so nice Mike is so, Mike is so generous. I, 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 we knew, we knew he was hilarious. Wow. So generous. How's it feel? How's it feeling? I told him and we're laughing. And then he's like, uh, and he's looking at what I get, what I had. And he's like, uh, you got this. Uh, what do you think Mike had? Mike got?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the 80, wow, 20, the
0: 80, 20 I- breakdown, right? It, you didn't yeah, tell him about, about the 80, 20.
1: I explained that He he was like, it better be more like 90 ten. So yeah, even uh-huh. that he used as an opportunity to, to isn't Mike the greatest. Isn't he the best part of the podcast? So, uh-huh. so I wanted to pull you. it. I want to thank uh-huh. you in front of everybody. We got uh-huh. we had yeah. a nice little check. Uh, I uh
0: I wanted to pull a gag on you, but I, I didn't do it. I but well,
1: the card was a bit of a gag, the sympathy <laughs> card. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I get all these uh you know my father was uh, you know sending money to all these charities so mm-hmm. around christmas time you know uh i'm inundated with all i'm still getting his mail from these charities mm-hmm. and you know around christmas time they say they send all these cards so i don't think mm-hmm. i'll ever have to buy a christmas card a sympathy card
1: <laughs> yeah i saw that um, and i was like are,
0: i was like is are you is mike
1: trying to stick it to me because i never sent that <laughs> gift basket <laughs>
0: Like uh-huh. here's some money, asshole. No, I wanted to put it in a nice card. I thought that would make you smile. Very funny. I, I wanted to complete the uh, the gag by moving all my uh, mo- all the money in my checking account into my savings, just so that mm-hmm. when you cash it, it would bounce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love
1: the check itself. I've never seen a check uh-huh. that like it just has your name on it, like uh-huh. no address. I don't even know if there's a bank on it. It just says, Mike Lisk, here's yeah. a number. Yeah,
0: no, I like, like to be anonymous, you know, just. Like, <laughs> do, do, do these checks cash in the United States? <laughs> well, I actually moved around since then, so I'm glad it doesn't have an address on there because uh, I'm not at the previous address. But That's anyway.
1: Like, rolling into 24, finally. I won't say profit based on what I paid today for uh-huh.
0: lunch, but uh feels good. Uh-huh. I wanted to tell you last week I forgot uh my nephew was telling me uh over the holidays oh does he think
1: you're great too like my nephew
0: no i don't i I, I seriously don't think he even is aware of the thing i don't I don't bring it up mm-hmm. but uh get this he's got a little thing going on YouTube where he doesn't even shoot the content I guess mm-hmm. he 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 sees uh he's he's a a wrestler in college. And uh, so he sees these uh, wrestling videos up on YouTube. And then, you know, I guess there's all this dead dead time, you know, in these videos, they they stretch out forever because there's dead time between the matches and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he goes and edits them. That's all he does, he edits them. I mean, (laughs) and guess what? He's made twice as much money as us already. (laughs) Let me
1: guess, wildly more successful than us.
0: Yeah, twice as much. And he just got started. So, uh, yeah, I got a, a good laugh over that. Our, our reward will be in heaven, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Or as I like to say, it's going to have
1: to be. Yeah, it's going to have to I just made that up. Write that uh-huh. down.
2: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so good, I wanted to... Him.
1: What's that? Good for him. Yeah, no. Is, is it one of those things where, like, I keep falling for these stupid things, like an idiot. Oh so-and-so it's always political so-and-so rips so-and-so to shreds and of course i'm an idiot so i go oh (laughs) and it's like some guy talking about what the video is going to be oh this is so-and-so from so-and-so we're doing blah 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 then they show the bit of a clip which isn't anywhere near you know and then they keep going back and forth between themselves and the clip and i'm like what do i care what you say (laughs) but then of course i watch it you know click the next one too so
0: yeah, no, they they get you coming and going. I'm, I, You know, like I said, I I, I keep talking about these audiophile vi- videos that I'm hooked on. And yeah, it's just like I watch these things and I'm like 25,000 people are watching this guy hold up records and basically tell you, you know, what's on Wikipedia about the record. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's like not insightful at all. Once in a while, you'll hear a personal story, but that's what it it should all be. You know, I I don't want to hear what's on Wikipedia. You know, I mean, give us give us a little more than Wikipedia. I I can go to Wikipedia. That's what I want. That information. Yeah. And you figure most of these audio files. Now, these are big fans. You think they'd be passionate
1: (laughs) about the records and be like, oh, my God, I saw this. I saw them here. I love this. I love that. Yeah, no, they're like this is the green vinyl, 180 gram Japanese import, alive at Budokan. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is a promo copy of the television album. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's but, a little uh, like
1: uh, years ago. I saw a book, uh, something about some. The title was about sport, sport, great, huge, iconic sporting events, mm-hmm. and it was like I was there, and it's like stories of like, eyewitnesses to sports history. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool i was I was assuming it'd be like if you or I were at Lake Placid, you know when we beat the Russians, some sort of like and then no, it's like here's Bob costas about her shot, here's Mauv Albert about I am like what well, i fucking know what they were doing like <laughs> okay you know, so
0: yeah. I feel you bro no, there's uh so much content to compete with it's a sea of content. <laughs> I'm doing and, my best. Bro. And we're, we're we're doing our best. We're we're holding our own. Um Can can
1: yeah, we got we got to meet some young people who know some sort of trick to just, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I I'll, I'll, I'll get to it later. There's a, a new uh every week there's a new TikTok sensation. So right. So I I saw this one, I might as well bring it up now. Food and mm-hmm. news, TikTok videos or whatever. Food this is in yeah, this, the news. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's a new new segment thing. What do you think? yeah that's pretty good the food in the news
0: <laughs> do you know what rat snacking is? Is it
1: something that people see me doing after eleven thirty at night
0: well, it could be i mean uh what you uh, some of the things you've brought up on this show oh the peanut butter on Doritos yeah the cheese it's lasagna is that what you call that like uh, your thanks, that's enough. I don't need to, you know. You're welcome. <laughs> right, is, that, is that what that was called? The cheese at lasagna?
1: Cheese at lasagna.
0: Uh, cheese at lasagna. Yeah. Um, that I think that qualifies as rat snacking. So I think you may be able to uh, maybe just repost those videos. You know. Repost? It's a repost? Well, you know, you've already shot those videos. <laughs> so maybe just add the tag rat snacking.
1: Oh. and maybe
0: you'll you'll start trending with the, the other rat, rat snackers snacking yeah so, so i rat... am
1: rats my name is you know to my right address. oh
0: yeah yeah there's rats. that connection too right rats yeah from the gamesburg rats yeah yeah on amazon there you go it's still it's still available uh, still available <laughs> few
1: copies left
0: <laughs> digital rat versions snacks. only right do you still okay. have a hard no, no. copy you got some hard copies okay you
1: can order well. You just
0: order them, and they, you know, they print as
1: many. Oh, they as you print
0: want. them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, no, they're all in a warehouse. They've got some hired slaves that, that do that. Um.
1: <laughs> There's eight copies in a huge <laughs> warehouse. <in> yeah.
0: <laughs> Rat snacking. All right. So, so anyway, just good. for the the definition, it's small random snacks with sometimes odd combinations. Right. right. So that that you know your your Doritos and peanut butter qualifies uh you. some young woman posted a video where she combined apples, butter, cinnamon, brown sugar in a bowl. She uh mixed this up, microwaved it, put it on bread and uh with three sl- with slices of cheese, you know? I mean, it's kind of a mess, you know? Uh
1: Well, that th- sounds like the beginning of an apple pie. that sounds like an apple pie that just never got made
0: oh that's an idea yeah yeah okay it's got the ingredients yeah i see what you're saying yeah it's like ikea it's
1: like ikea apple pie the ingredients are just laid out
0: (laughs) an apple pie on bread an apple pie sandwich
1: yeah i'd rather uh, just have a real apple pie slice and stick
0: it on a sandwich uh uh-huh yeah but anyway uh so maybe uh what's the uh, word repurpose those videos Yes, he had, he had the you. rat snacking. Do you have any others that come to mind? I mean, do you, do, is this something you might do where you just grab various ingredients in your refrigerator, combine them, microwave them, slap them on like I, a slice of bread?
1: I feel like I have a bunch, but of course, I'm immediately forgetting all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, see, my thing is, it has to be something I legitimately am curious or want to eat. Like it can't just be gimmicky for gimmicky's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I, I got a bunch, I got a couple. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. I, I like I, I like any excuse to repost incredible videos, I'm all for.
0: Uh I I am uh, I, I see the wheels spinning. <laughs> the smoke coming out of my ear. Yeah, the smoke coming out of your ears. Uh other food, food in the news. Uh this is a little all right. This is last week's, but I we never got around to it. Uh, there's a woman in Florida. She's suing uh, Reese's <laughs> for $5 million. Oh. For, uh, I guess, or, well, it's Hershey. Hershey makes Reese's. She's, she's suing Hershey for $5 million, claiming that the uh, this was back in Halloween, and I actually had these candies, so I knew what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. They had these little uh, bat-shaped and ghost shaped Reese's, right? Adorable. Yeah, adorable, right? But on the packaging, you know, there's little cutouts for eyes uh, that don't, when you open up the package, it's just completely covered with chocolate. There's no eyes on the ghost, there's no eyes on the bat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was disappointed by this. <laughs> so she's suing. Because the candy itself did not have the cut out eyes as depicted on the wrapper.
1: Wouldn't it be great if she wins?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her. I mean, that's that's five million bucks. She she'll be an inspiration to all of us if she wins, right? Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, just thought people should know about that. Um I mean, can you sue just for disappointment? that's a good question right thank you mike <laughs> write that down you know where they, they they build it up so much with the advertising i mean any of those food places would be sued constantly because they never well, like that's true yeah i mean that's mcdonald's yeah. all the fast food places yeah.
1: no i used to work on the same floor of a building that did food photography for like restaurants and stuff and you can everything smelled great but you'd walk by and it's all like those tricks you know they're painting the burger and uh uh-huh. you know making it look like oh my like, you know so yeah A- any any fast food any any food ad you could you could sue for being disappointed i'm pretty sure but we'll yeah. block this five million dollars because if we can do that i'm not going to lie i don't want to insult you mm-hmm. five million dollars would make what we got, what you got made, looked pretty silly. Mm-hmm. No offense.
2: Yeah.
0: Are you choking to death? <laughs> no. Um, other food news, food in the news. <laughs> food <laughs> in the news. <laughs> there was a, uh, a nasty DoorDash driver who uh, was delivering some Popeyes. Ooh. And she uh, she left a note, uh, a nasty note, for the person she was dropping it off, who uh, she thought uh, did not leave a tip on the app. Oh, so, I might
1: have heard about some rumblings about this.
0: Yeah, so she she tucked a note into the uh, the delivery. Lucky for you, I didn't bother the food, but the next time consider tipping your driver.
1: Wow. Now, would you eat that pot pies or would you (laughs) Well,
0: that's it, you know, bother the food. I mean, that's kind of an interesting expression. I mean- Was the bag
1: sealed? I mean, it would have to be-
0: But here's the thing, when when the customer came out to uh, take the uh, bag from the driver, she had some cash. Mm-hmm. So she was going to manually tip oh. rather than do it on the app. Well, why would she do that? Well, some people just prefer to, I'd prefer getting cashed and having to wait, whatever you have to, these drivers have to do. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's direct deposit, but um, I don't know. I, I, I still hey, like Ricky. cash. I'm some sort of freak who stu- still likes cash.
1: Yeah. It's tricky because on one hand, you feel like if you tip so they can see it, you're guaranteed good service because they're like, oh, this guy's tipping me well. I'll be as opposed to like, well, let's see if you pull this off correctly, which is Mm -hmm. ostensibly how we do it in restaurants. Mm -hmm. Uh, But. uh, did, Did the woman take the cash?
0: Well, she didn't. And she immediately went into an apology I guess she she wasn't fast enough to reach in and get the note out of there or whatever.
1: Oh, just like the just like my uh we got to get that check back from Greg movie.
0: <laughs> that we just talked
1: about 4 minutes ago. But uh right, isn't that like every 80 sitcom like, oh, we left a note in there. Oh shit, now we got to get the note. My and Sue. A lot of that going around right now. <laughs> Cuz I got to tell you uh, in the beginning of this, I was on the side of the driver. Now it's like I can kind of see if the woman actually thought she was going to tip, but yeah, no, the
0: driver like got bur- of the people. So yeah, the driver got burned, and she knew she got burned, and she she actually did apologize on the spot. So I give her credit for that. You know, yeah, she did just run away in shame.
1: Unlike Aaron Rodgers, who can't just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I said something stupid. Can we move on?" <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, isn't it funny? Like the more, the more things are always on videotape. And like, here it is, the the less people we're likely to apologize now. Isn't that ironic? Used to be you say something stupid. You yeah. ah, you know what? I'm sorry. And we'll instantly forget about it. Now that there's proof of everything you say or do on tape, you still double down and deny it.
0: I was just going to say, double down, double down. <laughs> double down. That's the uh, expression of our uh, current malaise. Yeah. People double down on stupid. Yeah.
1: Oh, double you, down. Nobody can say, ah, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I fucked up. No,
0: yeah, no. Nobody Can't can say it. that. No. Hmm. It's too much. Too much. Um it's Girl cut. Girl- tip, tip your tip your Uber Eats drivers, people. It's yeah. a miracle. Miracle that this should exist. So <laughs> it's uh it's Girl Scout cookie time. Oh god. <laughs> Hold on, let mean- me Oh God! And my it...
1: goddaughter's is hitting me up with my annual forty boxes. Okay, I, I, I was she... just
0: gonna say, do you have a uh, person in your life who you can hit yeah. up?
1: I mean, I don't even think she does. She's done Girl Scouts in years, but I still find myself buying cookies all the time.
0: Uh, she's got a side act. She's some side hustle going.
1: I don't even think it's a side hustle. I think it's a. I'm gonna get Greggy to buy, but give me a bunch of
0: money, <laughs> and maybe he'll forget about the, the order. <laughs> That's fine because you got to pay up first, right? There's a little bit of a lag. First. No, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I see you pay,
1: you pay for them and then you forget about them, and then three <laughs> months later, maybe they'll show up.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's January through April, so it goes over uh, a few months. And uh, you know, I'm looking at this year's lineup, Ooh. and there's a few on there. I, I you know, I guess they're tr- still trying to mix in uh, some new ones. Um, I never heard of adventure falls oh fuck that Why i'll wait. just i'll just describe it as sort of a it looks like a vanilla wafer with a round chocolate uh edge and then three stripes of uh four stripes of chocolate across the cookie never seen those never had those Sounds i don't okay. know I, I would try it it looks interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i don't know about that cookie in the middle it could be pretty bland Probably here. Uh yeah. huh. I mean, my my go tos are the thin mints. Don't say Samoa. You don't like the Samoas? No. Why? I don't love. I don't love. Coconut. Oh yeah, oh, coconut. Yeah. Oh God. Thin God mints.
1: They're my number two. God. God forbid. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, Were you it, about it, to editorialize? You eat coconut on my coconut taste.
0: When did you? When did you hate on coconut? It seems like such a. Wait. Was it a Samoa that did you wrong? I mean, where, where did you have that? Uh, bad-
1: probably some birthday cake. You know, y'all excited about it. And then they wheel it out and it's coconut icing. Come on. <laughs> well, it's just a right. weird texture. It feels like <laughs> something else that's been broken up. That's been shredded. Shredded like wants, plastic? Yeah, who wants that? <laughs> I like Sorry. it. Sorry. You said Thin Mints, which was my number two. I, I like them. I like them frozen.
0: Yeah, everybody likes to do that. Uh, thin Mints, What's what's your number one then? Tagalongs, dog. You know what? I I liked Uh-oh. them when I was younger. here. We go. Here we
1: go.
0: <laughs> no, I I I liked them. You know, I think they were my number one when when I was young. But oh, you've you matured. Yeah, I think I'm a little more mature. Ten <laughs> men so are mature. Yeah, they are. They're just delightful, as you say. <laughs> They're, they're delightful. Samoa's are delightful. I'll even i'll, I'll even take a dosey dough. What's a dosey dough? Is that the plain sunflower looking one? No, that's the peanut butter cookie.
1: Oh, I like the peanut. Oh, dosey does peanut butter. Yeah. Okay, that's my number two. That's yeah. They're good. They're good. Then then I get then I go Thin Man.
0: Ah, uh, okay. And I don't care. Then I'm just right. throw
1: the box down the yard. Who cares?
0: Yeah, they've got a couple things. I don't even know what the hell is this thing is. Something called a, a trephilus. Trefoils, trefoils,
1: trefoil. trefoil. Yeah, what the hell
0: are those? I, I, I'm looking at it. It just looks like a sugar cookie. First of all, Mike, we're
1: gonna expect some audience with the Girl Scouts of America. Let's watch the language. I ask (laughs) first of all, please, please be respectful. Uh That's all. What is that? Uh, I've never. Those have been around forever, but yeah, those are just the plain shortbread ones, right? Yeah,
0: it looks like a shortbread cookie. Yeah. And they've got something. Nobody knows how to. Nobody knows how to pronounce them. So toffee, (laughs) yeah, They need a better name. Toffee task fantastic that's new ever yeah never heard of that either i like toffee there's some good toffee uh cookies out there Mm -hmm. i think keebler makes a pretty good one
1: to me it's always tough to beat peanut butter and chocolate together that's
0: yeah uh girl scout s'mores Mm -hmm. there's some what is there's, there's marshmallow in there yeah no i think uh you to coconut is the same as uh, me to marshmallow. I could do without marshmallow.
1: You know what's the difference between those two is? I'm not giving you shit or judging you.
0: <laughs> well, you, you Whereas, probably agree with me on marshmallow though, right? Uh, I like marshmallow better than
1: coconut. Yeah. But it's... it's The problem with coconut is like this... I'm I'm sorry. Marshmallow. There's never like a little bit of marshmallow. It's always like... A slab of marshmallow. Mm-hmm. So unless you really like marshmallow, it's a
0: little bit. You know, what like, were the big marshmallow cookies? It was like a big round thing. What were those called? I oh, moon, remember. not moon pies. Well, yeah, I guess they But there was a, a brand, I guess, of those. I know. Yes. You know wow. what I'm talking about?
1: They were disgusting.
0: Maybe somebody Yeah. Maybe somebody could tell us yeah. in the in the comments. I can't remember.
1: They they were always around. I think. Yeah. They, <laughs> Like 9,000 of them for a dollar or something.
0: Yeah, I, I think they were very cheap. So they would un, end up in our house pretty frequently. Uh, yeah. I remember eating them, you know, because there's nothing else around. <laughs> we were stuck with those. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as you got older, you, you realize there are other things out there. Uh, and these things suck. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'd be
1: nice to have these things explained to us by a Girl Scout, but. Nobody's seen a Girl Scout out in out in the natural world, out of nature, in like ten years since they all went online. So we
2: could I think have
1: had
0: your go- goddaughter, goddaughter on. Does she want to be a guest? I don't I even think-, think she's a Girl Scout anymore. She just has me <laughs> giving her cash. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she'll find the cookies. Yeah, she's like, I- I- I'll leave them for you, Greggy. <laughs> you
1: know, <laughs> and then you know she lets me think I'm doing double duty like oh i give her the money and i let her have the cookies but as each year goes by i think i'm just giving her money
0: Mm -hmm. so and the last of the girl scout cookies are the lemon ups fuck that (laughs) (laughs) who gets presented with a Uh list of cookies and picks up the lemon The lemon cookie Nah, that's an acquired taste i mean you know yeah it's not the worst either it's not the worst, but uh, yeah, I would not really go for it. Um, Once cookies. again, I to-
1: totally free of charge offer advice to the Boy Scouts. Hey, dummies, <laughs> maybe sell some cookies of your own.
2: <laughs> yeah. Every couple of
1: years, it's like, oh, <laughs> the Boy Scouts, are they going to have to dissolve? There's there's no money. Well, that's not their only problem. Uh, there's no money. It's like, uh, I don't know, one what, what, what of you has been doing it for a hundred years, printing money, doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I know they try to do the popcorn thing, but it's just not the same.
0: Uh, they, they tried a popcorn thing.
2: If I the mean, Boy
1: Scouts it, of America uh, want to bring me in as some sort of advisor role. Consultant. They can pop whatever you sent me on that check. I'm not going to say the number unless you want me to, which I'll be, then not, uh, hire me, I mean, Boy Scouts Just the last
0: part. <laughs> yeah. The <It's> change. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was down to the penny i i took the extra penny it was an un- uneven number so i did award myself uh the extra penny i mean i had to put out for the stamp to oh balance. i did that
1: uh mexico uh we all went out scuba diving or something uh, by that i mean they went scuba diving i sat on the boat <laughs> and when everybody's sending you know the person uh m- our share of the money i knocked a penny off I said you know what I said uh uh-huh. Wilson don't pay full price <laughs> that's my tw- that's my I don't pay full price
2: uh-huh yeah
0: your uh self self discount
1: I'm like hey <laughs> there's suckers everywhere i will knock a penny off uh-huh. I don't
0: pay have we talked about uh pork roll in the past yes Taylor Taylor pork roll yeah the, the, the you, oh, you know got it. It.
1: It, plus you got you got upset during some uh, wake up New Jersey with the, with the Jersey
0: fellows. <laughs> oh, we were talking about it on there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a perennial subject in New Jersey. Um, I was talking I it's to a daily
1: subject in New Jersey from what I can tell.
0: <laughs> well, it did come up uh, uh, one night at my local establishment and I was talking to a couple of people. They had just gotten back from Ohio. Uh, they have some relatives out there. They paid a visit. And one of the things they have to do when they go out there, they have to bring some foodstuffs because I guess in Ohio, well, number one, they don't have pork roll. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, I think they actually brought Taylor ham because yeah. Taylor ham is the superior brand of pork roll.
1: Yes. That's what I always, always put those two together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all you need to know about the, the whole pork roll uh, scenario. My pork roll. Tastes are superior, so. so they 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 brought some pork roll out there, and they brought some bagels because apparently bagels are another uh, thing that are just exclusively good in New Jersey, New York. Um, can you agree with that? Are the what are the bagels like where you are? Uh, I wouldn't know. Am not getting don't... a fucking
1: bagel down here? It's crazy,
0: <laughs> but I mean they're they're just visibly bad. You can just size them up and said that you know that's not. I mean, my, my, you know, I've seen bagels in other parts of the country and it, they just look like round rolls. You know, they're kind of, uh, gussied
1: up bombs. They're like big bread bombs.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Now, do you believe this
1: whole thing about the reason is, and I think it was actually disproved, debunked at some point, uh, the reason bagels are so good up there, up in New York or Jersey is because of the water supply. Right. Yeah. And
0: then, then then there was was some guy who, yeah, some, some smart ass went down to, uh, Florida, and i guess he was trucking in water <laughs>
1: I mean,
0: yeah you know it, i guess he was yeah he was piggybacking on that uh concept um i don't know if i've ever seen that proven i mean yeah uh so i really don't have uh any uh verdict on that but um seems like bullshit but i'm happy to keep spreading it i mean what do <laughs> but I it's can? weird that yeah that yeah that for some reason other people can't do it you know i mean it, it like you said it's just a b- yeah. form of bread and yeah, so now
1: the- now you can get great new york style pizza anywhere you think so yeah i mean yeah i mean i mean at least down here you know, in northern virginia there's a couple of places i'm like but well, even in richmond there's there's a place now i i try to hit uh, it's very much like new york style pizza and it's, and it's really great and mm-hmm. you'd think you know, 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't have been. you'd be like, eh. But it's like, hmm, it's pretty good, you know. But bagels, like growing up in the South, I thought a bagel was a frozen Thomas Lenders bagel.
2: Right. Okay, yeah.
0: Said, don't don't chuckle at me, Mike. We all didn't grow up in no, Jersey. That's, that's a, a national brand, right? I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah. I don't and know that I've ever had one of them, to tell you the truth. I just assumed they were horrible.
2: Yeah,
1: you'd have to toast it. And so, and they were fine. I mean, uh, you know, uh-huh. and the first, when my First days up in New York City, I walk into a bodega or whatever or get a bagel and then boom, here it is. It was untoasted. Uh, it was just a regular raw bagel or whatever that with butter on it. And I was
0: like, what? <laughs> I mean, I have a good bagel place near me, but uh, I have to be in a rare mood to go up there and because they, they are huge. Um, if I get a bagel or if I get... Bacon, egg, and cheese, or something, a sandwich. Well, I, I usually don't have cheese on there, but um, if I get a sandwich, I, I'm sort of done for the day. They're they're that filling, so I do try you get to avoid it
1: sometimes the... for sandwich on sa- sandwiches as the bread. I never do that anymore. I made that mistake a couple times in my youth.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: You've never it's, gotten it's bacon the...
0: a bacon and egg sandwich on a bagel. No, no, it's all it's too much. Uh, Even even though, like, if you look
1: at them, a roll is probably the same size, but a bagel is just so much thicker and denser and you're just chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. Uh, And then half of it, and then it starts popping out of the hole in the middle. You got to control that shit.
0: it's I don't know. I don't find it that complicated, Uh, as do most of the people who go to bagel shops who order the sandwiches quite frequently. It's not a a rare thing.
1: Oh,
0: just me. <laughs> I think it's just you, yeah. The
1: laws <laughs> the laws of bagel physics cease to exist.
0: Yeah, I and mean, well, what you described okay. is like some sort of uh food volcano that you yes. can't control <laughs> because yes. this, because there's a, 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 a well one thing I'll say right here, most bagels don't even have a hole in it now. They're they, well, they, so, the a
2: bagel?
0: Yeah, well, hey, that's a good question. All right, thank you're, you. Your answer in the comments, people, if you want to weigh in on that. If if it doesn't have a legitimate hole in it, is it a bagel? Why
1: why are we calling it a bagel? Because also, didn't uh, a couple years ago, I started hearing rumblings that New York City was going back to. Because apparently, original bagels, the hole in the middle was bigger and the actual bread part was thinner. You're right. Yeah.
0: What's that? (laughs) What'd you say? Yeah. No, I agree with you. You know, (laughs) that's true. Bagels look different. Years ago, yeah, it's so like a big lump with no hole in it. The hole is closed up, and it's well, just, to me, that's not a bagel, yeah. All right, well, you draw the line there. And I if respect you have that. a real bagel uh-huh. that they're talking about going back
1: to, there's a lot of hole, so how would shit not come gushing through? I mean, what do you
0: have on your bagel that doesn't come through that hole? I get a bacon and egg, salt and pepper, it doesn't come through, it's not a okay. greasy mess. And here's the, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe people can weigh in on this. I got a hot bagel. You know, it's it's nice to get that hot bagel right out of the oven. You mean toasted? No, I I don't have it toasted. I, I just get whatever they have, you know? So, but sometimes, you know, they just threw the bagels in there. So they're still warm. And I'll tell you a warm bagel, bacon and egg sandwich. That was right on the money. Having really, a, yeah. a, a, a warm a soft warm bagel sandwich is better than, you know, a cool bagel. The, yeah. the warm bagel makes the sandwich.
1: I would agree that a warm bagel is better, but I would argue that a bagel is my least Like there's no way I w- I would pick a roll. I mean a bagel over a roll for bacon egg and cheese. I think I flirted with it when I moved to Brooklyn because I was like, "Oh, I guess up here they eat bagels a lot." So and then I was like, "No," because it's all all dense bagel. I'm not going to bring up the whole stuff coming out of the hole because scoop I guess out.
0: I'm, I'm yeah, I saw some guy asking uh, for a scoop out, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Oh, I don't I, do this. I didn't. I didn't know we had scoop out guys in this area. <laughs> I did know
1: that I don't do the scoop out, <laughs> but I would suggest. uh uh-huh. That is because of the problem that the bagels are too big and beefy and dense. Uh-huh. I love a bagel that's toasted with drowning in butter.
0: Uh, but I I will argue the other way with the the butter on a bagel. I don't want a hot bagel with butter because really? yeah because then it's dripping. You like you like a dripping. You're just talking about yeah. how you don't like a yeah. sandwich that's exploding, but you yeah. like a, a bagel that's dripping butter.
1: Right, because I expect it to be dripping with butter, whereas a sandwich I expect... And this will come up, actually, this is going to come up when we get to talking about our meal, the Chinese meal. Uh, I expect a sandwich to keep its integrity, which I don't think is too much to ask. Uh, Two instances in which they do not, uh, McDonald's Big Mac does not hold its structural integrity, and a bagel sandwich... uh, doesn't either in the middle. It kind of does around the edges because it's so tough and dense. Uh, so, so if you go up, Hey, welcome to, to Greg's bacon, egg, and cheese. You order bagel. Is that your number one? Your first thought for the bread? Yeah. But no cheese. Did I know that? You don't need Yeah.
0: N- yeah. I'm, I, I don't need the cheese. I, I, I know most people get bacon, egg, and cheese. No, I bacon and egg is fine for me.
1: Can I blow your mind? Yeah. I would, if I had to lose one, I would lose the egg before the cheese. <laughs> if it, if it's no cheese, I'm just, so throwing it's a the, bacon and cheese sandwich. If there's no cheese, I'm just throwing it in the ground and then writing a scathing email to be left in my drafts folder. Really? Like you order a bagel. That's your number one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get rolls at a bagel shop. I mean, it's a bagel shop. I get a bagel.
1: What, well, what if you're in a bodega, you know? Yeah, so if you're I, at a bagel shop, okay. But let's say you're at just a regular bodega. You pop in, you're getting your coffee, your daily news, your scratch offs. You're with the other guys on the construction crew. What do you got? What do you want? What, you what do you need? What do you want? You get yeah. a bacon egg, and cheese, bacon egg, and cheese, bacon and cheese. 19 bacon egg, and cheeses.
0: You get yours on a roll or a bagel? I haven't had a sandwich on a roll in quite some time. I mean,
1: I you remember when I was blowing my we, mind, Michael.
0: Yeah, no, wow. there, there was a really good deli uh, on Hudson Street. Uh, you know where we uh, we I was working when we met. Uh, I don't know if you ever went to that deli, but it was really good. And you know, I, I would, I would get when,
1: a. Did you say? Did you say when we met?
0: Yeah, when we met. That sounds nice. That's, that was nice. <laughs> I,
1: hey, I'm not made of stone. That brings a little.
0: <laughs> Well, I I liked working that area. That area was great, right? Hudson Street. Yeah. Um, and they had a really good deli near there. I would hit hit that place up. But uh, I haven't had a, a sandwich on a hard roll in a long time.
1: Uh, um, it's the perfect because it's it's enough to hold it all together. Yeah. Uh, but not too much. It's not all bread like you know. I mean, you're not gonna feel great, mm-hmm. but you don't feel too like like a baguette. Like they'll cut up a baguette. That's too much too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll eat it. Yeah. But but every once in a while I'll post something about things I miss from New York and just the ubiquitous bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. Mm-hmm. Available every eight steps. And they're all good.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty, I, miss, good. I
1: miss that. That in the daily news. Mm-hmm. Uh I miss like crazy about Brooklyn, especially my my normal bodega on berry uh very and grand back in the neighborhood but that's what when i think of my days in brooklyn i think of uh bacon egg and cheese and other things not just mm-hmm. the bacon egg, and cheese mike yeah
0: i, well, I, I tried something my i was talking to a couple people and they were saying that they they really liked a jalapeno jalapeno uh cream cheese
1: right those people are idiots <laughs>
0: Which mm-hmm. how, you know I like hot food so it's like jalapeno cream cream cheese and I'm not a cream cheese on a bagel I know people love cream cheese I never never hey, man, don't get never me started became... <laughs> no I think we've had this discussion before yes but they were so enthusiastic about this 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 flavored cream cheese I decided to try it and um it was good I mean it was pretty spicy it was actually pretty hot it's hotter than I expected it to be yeah and uh but uh the next time i had a bagel i went right back to the butter
1: <laughs> do you think I, uh-huh. I feel like you're the only other person that puts butter on bagels uh-huh. really yeah do you think it's a generational thing because when i've worked at places where it's a lot of younger people
2: uh-huh.
1: and we'd always have uh bagel tuesdays and they'd bring in 20 25 different Kinds of cream cheese, every flavor. Oh, in you really? Wow. Okay. And they'd be going crazy, and I'd come in, put on some butter, and they'd look like I cut one in church. <laughs> they, they thought I was crazy. So now <clears throat> I hear you and me, like, do young people? Is it all because I? You know, back when we were young, or first having bagels, cream cheese was probably just cream cheese. Now. Yeah. You can any flavor you can think of; they probably have a fucking cream cheese for it.
0: The bagel place I went to in Bayonne it was a really good good place, and um, they had all sorts of various uh, cream cheese. Cream cheese with chives is that a thing? Uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that? I, I I don't that's know basic. the whole the whole cream cheese and bagel thing is a, a whole different world to me. So that's why these people yeah. raving about the jalapeno uh, cream cheese. I was like, huh. I'll try that. You know, I'm I'm open to new things. So I tried it. It was tasty. Mm-hmm. But it's still sitting in my kitchen a week later. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. cream cheese is another uh-huh. one of those, like,
0: the cream cheese people, the Doritos
1: people, the Cheerios people, and the Oreos people got together one day and just decided, let's just pump out every flavor that human beings can think of. And like overnight, uh-huh. that began to
2: happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I kind of look, every, every flavor... Cream cheese to think of. I'm trying to get my little country crock. That's you know, little <laughs> butter.
2: I like. Is
0: is that salted? I prefer salted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lightly salted. Uh, I, can, I can live with unsalted, but uh, I go for the lightly salted. Um, you're but better, back to you're better, back to, you're a, better, to the... <laughs> you're a better man than me, Mike. <laughs> but back to the pork roll. Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, the wheels are turning. I'm always looking for new opportunities. I can
1: see. I can see
0: the earphones are like. <laughs> I'm like. Can we, you know, can we drum up demand and then maybe do an East Coast, set up an East Coast delivery system where, you know, I could do a run down to you. You can do a run down to Florida. (laughs) We'll cover the whole East Coast for people who are looking for uh, pork roll. They can't get it in the area. This is still a mystery to me why pork roll. You know, people love it when they have it, but mm. th- th- these pork roll companies never set up distribution nationally. It's it's bizarre to me. Um, So I'm, I'm thinking sure
1: the day is coming, but like I feel, and I hate saying this, but I say this with respect towards all Jerseyans,
2: uh-huh.
1: Jerseyites, Jersey, Jerseyans, Jerseyans. Asshole? jerseys sorry uh i don't feel you, you know how like uh like i never felt like i could say pizza pie mm-hmm. like i feel like you have to be from brooklyn to say pizza pie or like pizza i can't pie. say why i can't i can't pull off oh let's go grab some deli
2: uh-huh
1: you know i feel like you have to be in, well, like maybe you yeah, no, you did something. fine
0: yeah you did fine though well, pizza, you know, I, I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever call it pizza pie, though.
1: Right. I feel like I a fraud. Let,
0: you want to get a pizza? You know. You know. You don't say. Yeah. I want to get a pizza pie.
1: Right. I say, let's get a pizza. I can never say you guys want a couple of pies. What do you want? A couple of pies?
0: Well, no. Yeah, pies works. Yeah. Then then you go that way. Yeah. So you can do that because you're from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Whereas
1: I, even though I lived in Brooklyn 15 years, can never do it. Just like I have, I would say. Hey, do you want to get some cold cuts? Maybe some turkey, ham, mm-hmm. whereas somebody from there can just what you want? A deli? Want to get, go grab some deli? Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about Taylor pork roll, Taylor ham, any of that. I feel like I have to step back <laughs> show some respect. Well, let the jury be. People well, what are off. you
0: afraid of? If you if you say does any does anybody want to get some pies? What do you think they're afraid that you, you mean like you're going to come back with Huckleberry pie or uh,
1: well, no, I just feel like a fraud. Pie. I would feel like a fraud. It, it's like... <laughs> you don't feel like a fraud. It, it's uh-huh. like when you go to Britain or something and you, you know, come back, you know, you'd feel like an asshole if you started saying, you know, I'm going to the loo uh-huh. or, hey, there's the lifts. Like, I would feel like an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, well, yeah.
0: Those, those are geographically specific, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so that... there's
1: something about the Taylor Pork roll, any of that, in my head. Mm-hmm. And i could be wrong probably not um okay. whereas i feel like i have to be respectful and especially when talking to a to a jersey uh, person okay
0: so, you know what i'm saying interesting interesting uh i don't know I, about that but i think yeah. it did okay when you said it you know i didn't feel any it didn't feel phony to me
1: that's ironic because i am a phony
0: so <laughs> But anyway, I, I saw this, I guess the uh, the chopped sandwich is, is even carried over to, I saw Jersey Deli, uh, I follow on Instagram, and they were doing a chopped pork roll sandwich.
1: Like a chopped cheese?
0: Yeah, it's like a chopped cheese. Isn't it's that got, what we
1: talked to Jerry about? Yeah, yeah. About?
0: So uh, I don't know if Jerry is onto this, whether this is just, again, yeah, it's probably Jersey specific. But uh, a chopped pork roll uh, sandwich. And it had bacon in there. You know, it was pretty heavy duty. They put a lot of stuff in there.
1: Why would they put bacon in there? Like, that's
0: right off the bat. When you say
1: right off the bat, that's suspicious. Like, why do you need to put bacon?
0: Well, this deli that I I follow, I, I, I went there. I think I talked about it where it's in Middletown, New Jersey, Telercio's. And they got people lining up. If if you don't get there by eleven in the morning, forget about it. You're going to stand on line for a half hour, which is that's ridiculous to me. I'm not going to stand on line for food. It's I don't stand on line for food. I'm too old. Yeah, yeah. I draw the line for that. (laughs) So I never made it in there. You know, uh, I was up that way, and me and my sister stopped and Mm. saw the line. I'm like, well, I try, you know. But anyway. Their videos are very entertaining, I you know, and um, so they wanted to know what condiment would you put on that chopped pork roll sandwich? Hmm. And I'm like, you don't need condiments on that sandwich. There's enough flavors. You've overloaded the sandwich with the bacon. You're right. I mean, yeah, already the <laughs> bacon has taken over anyway. <laughs> yeah. So so there's this the bacon and the Taylor ham are fighting it out. Right. Um, and the egg, there was egg in there and some other stuff. But uh, their sandwiches are, are always overloaded like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they put too much on it. It's It becomes ridiculous. Uh, let's keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so, yeah, condiment. Why do you need condiment on there? And I got into a, I don't know if I have talked about this before, with some guy who, who's putting ketchup on Taylor ham sandwiches. And it's just disgusting to me. I mean, you know. So I, I gave, I gave, you know, I did a little trolling with this guy. He, he's got his own pork roll. He, he, he runs around New Jersey trying these pork roll sandwiches. That's his, go get him, Mike. His, his hook. (laughs) So yeah, he, he's eating one of these sandwiches, and the thing is dripping with ketchup. I mean, he just looks disgusting. Why would you, why would you ruin the sandwich, slopping on all this ketchup? Well, Uh, I would say. Uh, as offended
1: as I am by the ketchup, just because I hate ketchup, uh-huh. uh, even though it's it's uh, Waddy's favorite. Uh, I remember before I met him, Will was going to introduce us and he said, you're about to meet the most <laughs> handsome man ever. <laughs> by the way, he loves ketchup.
2: Uh, but to me. Oh,
0: I didn't know that was the full introduction.
2: Uh, I didn't know. The it, it wasn't. Ketchup.
0: But, yeah, OK. Uh, and so he would
1: dump ketchup on it. It's like, okay, I'd roll my eyes at it. But to me, the more offensive thing is, if your calling card is, isn't our meat so great, then why would you add bacon to it? Yeah. It makes very...
0: The confidence is not there. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It's like, you don't need two meats battling it out on a breakfast sandwich. Wow. So. Is this
1: a new thing? So... Is this a brand new place, so maybe people are lining up to try. It and then once they realize, no, this
0: place has been there a while. It's, it's, it's. You know, there was a guy on uh, sports radio used to talk about it a lot. You know, he probably drove oh, a lot of on sports radio. <laughs> or you know, it was that guy Carton. What you know, you're into the ball guy. Oh, Craig Carton. Craig Carton. Yeah, he was. He was always hyping up this place. And
1: I, did shit, I don't boy. know if he
0: he knows somebody who works there or whatever, but uh, I'm sure. He drummed up a lot of business for them, and you know, these were free commercials he was giving out on uh, FAN. But uh, he's a dipshit. I'm not listening <laughs> to him. Fucking uh, food advice. Is, is, is there anyone in sports now who isn't a dipshit? I mean, I just saw this Pat McAfee. Is that his name? Oh, he's. God. I just saw this guy for the first time, and it happened to be the show where all this nonsense started with. Uh, What's his name? Uh,
2: Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron Rodgers. He was on there. Yeah, that that was the first time I ever caught that show. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and and, and they're dropping S bombs left and right. That shows on um, the middle of the afternoon, and it's shit this and shit that. I'm like, what? Whoa! This is ESPN. And I'm like, yeah, when I mean, did that happen? When did the?
1: They gotta got fill up 24 hours with everybody screaming over each other and typing it all, and. Uh huh. I mean, people used to love to hate on Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. He's like the elder statesman.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, he has become the elder statesman. Yeah, I like I mean, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of his. He, you know, he's overly dramatic. He plays it up. You know, I mean, the the, the cowboy shtick has gotten old. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be his his main hook. But uh, this Pat McAfee guy, uh, I guess his thing is. Uh, tank tops I mean, <laughs> he's he's got to wear a tank my, top my old job <laughs> and i was just like this guy he just seemed like uh the thing that came to mind the joe rogan of uh sports yeah. uh you know i guess it's just gonna these lunk heads you know i think the bigger the lunk head i guess the bigger the audience it seems like the
1: prize because today they announced they were going to have Aaron Rodgers on, right? Yeah, or I guess I, I'm sure that'll last until. I mean, the know.
0: whole thing smells like a big PR thing. You know, they they figure like, hey, let's 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 hype this up. I mean, they're getting lots of media of attention. Like I said, first I, of I, all.
1: It's like Aaron Rodgers played as many games as you and I did this year. There's no one else in the league <laughs> that could get to come on this fucking show. Yeah, no. And they know Aaron Rodgers is so, such a... Yeah, he, he's, he's gonna, guy. yeah, he's gonna... He's gonna, oh, let he's me... gonna try and live. shock I'm people. So, yeah, that's his I'm thing. I'm so shocking.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, gee, what, what did you expect? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like when they invite Ann Coulter to speak at a college. <laughs> and then yeah. people get upset. It's like, what did you expect? You know what she's gonna say. Uh-huh. You know what she's gonna do. So I, I don't know why they I don't know why they we need to listen to Aaron Rodgers who did uh let me make another quick point about Aaron Rodgers just thirty seconds and then we'll move on because <laughs> you know he came out with that big statement you know about how the winning culture needs to do this whatever sort of. when did Aaron Rodgers become synonymous with winning <laughs> he's won one Super Bowl yeah, fifteen Super years Bowl. ago yeah his his playoff record is eleven and ten right his his quarterback rating which is good. It's still good in the playoffs. Uh, Goes down slightly from the regular season to the playoffs, and yet his arrival is supposed to be like uh, Brady strolling into Tampa Bay. Culture of winning, winning. Oh, he'll he'll show us how to win. He hasn't won shit.
0: Sorry. All right, how do you get (laughs) that out? Yeah, no, we're done with the Aaron Aaron Rodgers portion of the show. I'm sure lots of people are. There's other people. They're they're bringing it up to to two times, two times the speed you know um actually speaking of like how you can speed up uh on youtube so we don't sound so slow or i don't sound so slow but uh, maybe we should do like segments of the show where we try and speak real fast so so maybe when jerry's listening to it it's going to sound really crazy and you know, then we're going to just he won't be able to understand what we're saying because we're talking so fast <laughs> let me
1: stop you there mike <laughs> that's the dumbest thing <laughs> either one of us has
0: said <laughs> In two years. No, I was thinking about that. You know, Jerry's going to have a little I, I laugh. Think I, I think Jerry's going to get a kick out of it because I, I know I know he listens to us a little faster.
1: That's fine. I wonder how many people do. Put oh yeah, I, I, I don't I, d- speed up podcasts. I, I
0: I've I've sp- I've sped up podcasts when they're really long. I'll I'll speed it up a little bit. I mean, I only they, go they, to like one and a half. I think you know they still they fair, go it to sounds it like,
1: sounds. Yeah. But I it, mean, especially it, if it's someone I know who I've been listening to for years, I you know, I kind of know their voice. So mm-hmm. maybe the thing to do is if you're starting a new podcast, just start that at like one and a half. So that's all you know. That's how you know the voice. Uh-huh. But I mean, yeah, who I are we like, oh my I'm so important, I'm so busy curing cancer. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna listen to this dipshits <laughs> podcast, but uh-huh. oh, I gotta speed it up because you know, I'm uh-huh. curing cancer and
0: maybe we know, could sports. uh people can tell so, us how many people listen to us, speed it up. I'm not yeah. the fastest oh, talker. You I understand? Time.
1: You don't have time to listen to a podcast <laughs> in real time.
0: Plus, Come we on. tend we tend to drag things out beyond the uh, twenty minutes. Seems to be uh, the threshold for people's attention spans. Most yeah. of the videos I see on uh, YouTube are short. Um, we're putting. Well, buddy,
1: up- in trouble with the podcasts, especially is i will get impatient. Or, or like around a commercial, I'll do the fast forward, but then I'll go too far. Then I'll go too far back the other way. I'm <laughs> ping-ponging, and it, it always takes l- longer than if I just fucking let the commercial run in the first place. Uh-huh. By the time I'm done futzing around with the back and forth and the back and forth.
0: do so. you ever have this problem on Apple? I was trying to listen to this thing, and it kept just stopping every 10 minutes. So I had to like, remember where I was and I kept restarting it. I'd move it for the next 10 minutes It'd play another 10 minutes, then stop. Then I had to do it again, like Mm -hmm. 10, 15 minute increments. I'm like, what, what, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if it was just that particular podcast. I was listening to Bob left I think his name is, have you ever heard of that guy? Mm -hmm. He does interviews with musicians but also people behind the scenes in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I listened to an interview with John Shear, who used to be a big concert promoter in the tri-state area, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he became really. We're going back to the seventies. He was. Uh, he became good friends with the Grateful Dead, so he had a lot of interest in it. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, now I I'm 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 going somewhere with this just to get you to react. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give you his exact quote and then you can go off on him uh as you probably will.
1: What if I agree with
0: him? <laughs> I don't think you're going to agree with this one.
1: Uh-oh.
0: So <laughs> so he became very friendly with the Grateful Dead, promoted a lot of their concerts and You're right, I am pissed at <laughs> him and you know he had some some pretty funny anecdotes um but towards the end of the interview he made a comparison where he said that are you getting he... choked up what's happening
2: here an <laughs> emotional kill- Mike? i'm
0: killing the phone sorry oh i didn't want it ringing for the next uh, 5 oh. minutes or whatever
1: message received mike is popular <laughs>
0: No, it was a uh, scam call. I get I get them pretty regularly, but anyway. So he he made the comparison that he thinks that the Grateful Dead are now as big as the Beatles as far as uh, music goes. Their their importance, their influence. Um. No, no strong reaction from you.
2: I mean. Uh...
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for it to cross over to another point because so far that is just a jackass saying dumb shit. Come on now. <laughs> In what I,
0: world I don't think he's wrong. I, I agree with him. Di- oh come on. I mean are the, great Beatles, great. are the oh, Beatles Are the Beatles still as big? I mean, the Grateful Dead yes. just keep going. You 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 think, they don't
1: just put out an eight hour documentary and that's all anybody talked about for six months.
0: Uh-huh. But were young people listening to it? Yes. Or, or was it the all the boomer uh segment?
1: I promise you, as as many young people as boomers. I, Do you know I young people
0: are... who are active Beatles fans? Are young people dead fans? Yeah, they are.
1: I picture them all you and Bill Walton going around <laughs>
0: together. <laughs> no, there's a whole new generation. I mean, I I didn't go to any of these Dead Dead and Company shows, but they were selling out all summer long, and uh, there's young people there. You
2: know, yeah, people...
0: yeah, yeah. There's people that love the Dead, but.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I've never heard of a band who wasn't a, another version of the dead, like, I don't know, Fish or whatever these jam bands are,
2: uh-huh.
0: that listed them as some sort of influence in any way. Well, Fish does. I mean, I that's think what they. I, just said. I, think, I think Fish started as a, a dead cover band.
1: That's literally what I just said.
0: Oh, okay. Other than
1: bands like Fish, who oh, that's oh, their own. Oh, 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 other than. You okay. I mean? Like uh-huh. the jam bands. I, I'm sure there's a bunch. Uh-huh. I've never heard of any. Uh, Any like uh, I don't know regular rock band who
0: loved. I'll throw out a name who you know. I'm I'm thinking of some of the people. You're going to say John Mayer. No, I'm going to hear Elvis Costello. Um, there there was a a really nice, I think it was three CD, uh, Grateful Dead tribute, and it was all newer bands, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, Kurt Vile was on there. Uh, Dinosaur Jr. Mm-hmm. Um so I think they're they're still fairly influential. That people still, you know, young people are still listening to the music. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, but it's still doesn't equal the Beatles.
1: I, I know people always want to be the ones who this is the band or whatever who finally punches through the Beatles. I'm sorry, bro. It's just not happening anytime <laughs> soon.
0: Well, you, you, There's you don't been think...
1: lows when the Beatles aren't uh-huh. as big as the Beatles. But now it's not one of those times. So.
0: And you don't think you're biased by your super fandom? I mean, honestly, no. I mean, you're yeah, a super I, you're you're a super fan. You know, I mean, let's let's face super, it. I mean, yeah, I'm a super fan. Yeah. But I think I I don't
1: I think one of the one of the more objective things you can say in music is I'm sorry, nobody's bigger in the, than the Beatles
2: mm-hmm.
1: in terms of rock bands. Like. Uh-huh. You know, I don't, uh I mean you look, you're adorable. You're young, scrappy coming in trying to, you know, your thing. I get it. Uh-huh. I get it. Every generation tries to punch the king, but uh-huh. the Beatles are still the kings. Sorry. Uh-huh.
2: Okay. Do you
1: oh. do you prefer the records of the Grateful Dead over the records of the Beatles?
0: Well, here's here's the advantage that the Grateful Dead have.
1: Ba, 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 ba.
0: What's that for? Do I prefer the um, albums of the Grateful Dead? Just like the studio, the studio albums. Yes, I mean we'd agree, even though it is the Dead. No, yeah, I would agree that the Beatles Beatles. were more consistent in their short, very short existence. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's lots of Grateful Dead music that I have zero interest in listening to. For me, after uh, '78. When uh, Brent Midland joined the group, I was pretty much mm-hmm. I was done with them.
1: I was that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I did make attempts to listen to famous shows in later eras, mm-hmm. and they always came up short uh, compared to the peak the peak era uh, between seventy two and seventy four, when they only had one drummer. I think uh, that double drummer thing did hurt the band and uh so that's the peak for me 72 to 74 one drummer but there's lots to lots to check out with all these live albums and just so much more uh than the beatles you know the beatles had that short Mm -hmm. how many years is it two and and what does that tell you they recorded for seven years Uh and here
1: we are 50 years later after they were done and they're still, I wouldn't say they're as big as... No, uh, I
0: agree that their their output is consistently better than The Grateful Dead's. And, and even culturally,
1: I mean, there's entire rows of books written uh, detailing every minute of the day when John and Paul met.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's almost no piece of culture of the last 50 years that hasn't been touched by, influenced by... The Beatles, fashion, anything. Yeah. And I know the Dead has its, uh, it's a, like its own society. I know <laughs> you go to the shows and you have it's a great own time. society. Yeah, I like
0: that. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I know you go to the shows. I would, show I would, I would
0: say it's a subculture.
1: I was trying to be nice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought if I said subculture, it's it'd a, be insulting.
0: Its own society. I yeah. Uh, I
1: understand, and you go to the shows, and they grade, and it's a great. Everybody loves it, and you, everybody has their nine hundred cassettes <laughs> of shows that sound the exact fucking same. Uh huh. I get it.
2: Uh huh.
0: it's downloads. Uh.
1: Other than that, that live culture, whatever that's been mm-hmm. going for a hundred years, yeah, will keep going, I assume. Other than that, there's no other area of anything mm-hmm. that touches the Beatles.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: We had the conversation. Um, We had the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I I try to provoke you in ways that I can get you expounding. Thanks, sir. No, it was a good conversation. It was a good conversation. Now, I want to talk about now, this is uh, a. You you had recommended this book quite a while ago. There's quite a little there on It's backwards. The book is called (laughs) Manhunt The 12 Day Chase for Lincoln's Killer. Manhunt: The Mike List Story. James L. Swanson. <laughs> now, I tell, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know if we talked about goals for this year or whatever. I've got so many books. I, you know, I'm far from a Civil War buff. <laughs> mm. You know, there's there's so much stuff to read. I mean, I I have amassed a bunch of books over the years, which I I still haven't gotten to. But Mm -hmm. this Manhunt book, I think, may provoke me to go forward because it is just like a page-turner. It's a thriller. Yes, yes. The detail that you get, I mean, I'm 130 pages in and Lincoln hasn't died yet. Um, Oh, spoiler! (laughs) But the detail they go into it, Mm-hmm. And there were just things you know i I think I even wrote a paper i mean it, you know i've I've read about it, and uh there was a slim little uh Lincoln uh, biography uh Thomas Keenley, I think wrote it that mm-hmm. was very good. I mean, it was short um I have read uh Gore Vidal's Lincoln mm-hmm. yeah, which is again a very entertaining book. I can recommend it highly to anybody who wants to you know he he makes his stuff entertaining. I I haven't read a lot of his uh, I guess, what what would you call them? fictionalized history or whatever. Yeah, um, I
1: don't like uh, historical fiction. Yeah,
0: you don't like it. Um I don't like but to But I'll, I'll say like it, it, this 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 one's entertaining. I read Burr. Burr yeah. was very entertaining. Um but uh yeah, this Manhunt book, you know, everything is uh all the all the quotes are you know sourced? He's mm-hmm. he's not making up dialogue, mm-hmm. so even when you get in quotes, it's it's really interesting. Um, you read it quite a while. I mean, what do you remember about what stood out for you?
1: Yeah, I read it probably 2010. The couple of things I remember that I loved is you're right. Just the way he writes is so different than a lot of nonfiction books in that it is such a wonderful narrative. You do feel like you're trucking along with John Wilkes Booth, running along the river and everything. He does an incredible job of of putting you in there, and you can feel it as the chase is going.
0: Yeah, the pacing is
2: great. Yeah,
1: Pacing's great. Uh, And then as you're reading it, you're like, uh, Booth was surrounded by... idiots (laughs) idiots <laughs>
0: like,
1: I don't know well, how I,
0: I, i'd make i'd make the case that he was kind of an idiot you know he was very popular you know he was sort yeah. of a, a celebrity of the times
1: well plus um so, so like at one point like they go they go down the wrong they go in the wrong direction for like six hours oh, dude,
2: i haven't got
1: one of the idiots was supposed to kill i forget who it was but he was like laid up in bed like with yeah. Or the, secretary,
0: the Secretary of State Seward.
1: Yeah. And like he couldn't even kill him. He couldn't even do
0: that. Yeah, no. Well, it, it was dark. I mean uh, it was uh, it was yeah. I think if you came upon an old man, man in bed who couldn't yeah. move, you could probably kill well, him. Well, to his credit, Seward Seward was thrashing about, and uh there there was a uh, sergeant uh in the room and also his young daughter, Fanny, who was yeah, trying but- to help. So there were there were four people in the room at the time, and there was some yeah. thrashing about. It was dark. But uh, if you're part of a conspiracy that is assassinating the president, maybe finish the job for your little, you know, stabbing him or whatever. Well, uh, yeah, and and then and then his co-conspirator who was waiting outside, because yeah, it didn't go as well as planned. He, the, his co-conspirator took off on him,
1: <laughs> left yeah. him high, left him high and dry. <laughs> So I said for years I was like, when as soon as I read it, I was like, this should be a movie, Uh and it should be a comedy. Like it (laughs) should, these these guys are such idiots at every turn. Uh, Plus, but one funny thing that Swanson did throughout, if you notice, because John Wilkes Booth was a famous actor and he was really good looking. Yeah. And, Like he rarely lets an opportunity go by without mentioning how good looking Booth was.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, he keeps bringing it up. You know, his, yes, his pearly white skin, his his, bla- black skin. his black eyes, the, the, black, the dark, pearly, dark Yeah, rocks. yeah. yeah. Now he he lays it he lays it on thick sometimes. Not a lot, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, when when. Uh, Lincoln's body is removed from the theater because they didn't want him to die in the theater for for whatever reason. Uh, They bring him across the street through a crowd. Uh, I didn't remember that particular detail. And then, you know, uh, it just happened to be this guy reading, (laughs) reading, he hears a commotion in the street. He comes out on his porch and they had tried one house trying to just, you know, get him to a bed essentially. Yeah, and and this guy comes out and he says, "Come in here." <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's like, and then they bring him into the, the this this. I guess it was a boarding house, and they, there's yeah. a room that like available they, or Henderson Henderson, uh, someone like something like that. Peterson, I, know, I think. I but the, yeah, I think it was Peterson, and um, but then they, you know, Swanson, it wants to give you the 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 whole uh geographic location of the bed. And mm-hmm. how Lincoln is there, like, <laughs> and I'm like, do I need to know that he, he was, yeah. he was, he didn't fit in the bed, that he was on a, on a diagonal. And yeah. that uh, he was, uh, his head was Northeast. Well, that's <laughs> a problem. He, you know, he thought he could, like, so sometimes he, he has these little moments where he, he embellishes yeah. or just makes it a little more dramatic. And it's like, yeah, that wasn't necessary, you know?
1: Well, that part, I mean, he doesn't do it. Like, again, not only did I love the book, but it's one of those, like, I, I don't consider myself, like, I'm not going to notice if it's great or bad writing. I just <laughs> assume I'm not smart enough to pick on But that, the way he, he wrote was brilliant. But, like, to what you're saying is, right about that time, I, I kind of gave up on reading nonfiction because, mm-hmm. like, for 10 years, I'd been reading mostly nonfiction instead of fiction. Uh-huh. And started to get annoyed because I felt like a lot of these three hundred and fifty page nonfiction books could have been boiled down to about twenty pages.
2: Really? Okay.
1: They're all like thesis
0: papers where you de- they just would
1: stuff. And any any, use-
0: any titles come to mind that really
1: sort yeah, of pissed you off? This is an example. I was reading some book about uh, housing development in uh, Detroit after World War II. Mm-hmm. uh part of i i love telling this story because i look i don't i have no idea why i was reading that book but it makes me sound smart so and after about well, I, you know pages,
0: i was gonna say wait a second you know and you know any subject can be made interesting uh not but, but when you kicked it off with a housing development book i was like well what did you expect you know was like, oh <laughs>
1: yeah but then maybe you're expecting too pages. much
0: from that book after
1: 200 pages of fluff and fluff and fluff and fluff and fluff, wow. the whole point was uh, in post-war Detroit, it was difficult for black families to get fair housing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that you know, that could have been like two pages. Uh-huh. But because it's a non book, you don't remember the yeah. title of the book, or do you? Uh, I don't. I, I can look it up soon as we go. Uh, nonfiction i think because they're smart and serious they feel like they have to pad it so it's a big fat thick hardcover yeah yeah no so i got annoyed with that uh so i didn't i i didn't read uh like i could pick the number of nonfiction books i've read since manhunt basically on like probably one hand
2: really
0: i mean i don't know i mean, know, I mean if but. if i get a good nonfiction book like this book i would yeah. say yeah i mean History is fascinating. You know, this is just like gripping, yeah. and
1: well, that's because it was written so well. There wasn't a lot of fluff, maybe a little, like what you're uh-huh. saying about you know the those details. That's uh-huh. fair, yeah. but I felt like it didn't have uh, anywhere near as much as a lot of nonfiction
2: books. And really the most happened.
0: shocking, and and I thought maybe you blogged about this before, probably <laughs> about you know historical figures who really were right there at an important juncture. And mm-hmm. in this book, you've got... Th- well, the most amazing thing about this book is that right after Lee has surrendered a few days earlier, so DC is jubilant. Mm-hmm. Lincoln's last day, he was full of joy. That's the sad thing about this story. Yeah, it's one, he, one happy he, day. He, he He was full of joy for the first time in four years whatever but uh he went for a carriage ride with his wife they were both in great mood because Mm -hmm. of uh what was happening with the the wind down of the civil war and then just you know these random things happen like booth was actually at his second inauguration he's up on the stand yeah he's up on the stand uh, you know, and he was, you know, a racist confederate, you know, deep down. Uh, and he Unhandsome. felt like he, he, he had the only, a, those black Super eyes, handsome. the black eyes. Like a Brad Pitt killed the president. Today. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and he was trying to hatch this kidnapping scam for like a year earlier. Yeah. So the thing, you know, he was, he, you know, he's sort of a failure, right? I mean, he, he had s- sort of opportunities and, and he followed through on, on him. But the day that he commits the assassination, it was a random thing that happened. He went yeah. to the theater. He actually had his mail delivered to the Ford's Theater. The door he, happened to be open in the back. Yeah, Well, well now this is earlier in the day. He puts together the, the plot to, to try and kill the cabinet. Andrew Johnson was on the list, too, his vice president. But uh, in a matter of 11 hours. Yeah, When he found out just happen, happenstance that they got early notice at the theater that Lincoln was coming there. And originally uh, Grant was supposed to be with him. Right. So he just, that You'll was what it talk to go hit the bar. Yeah. He, well, you know, he met his, some of his, uh, you know, his uh, co-conspirators and put the thing in motion very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it, it was sort of a random thing that happened that day. And then, the, the other most shocking thing is that that Lincoln goes to the theater. He's got an, absolutely no security. He's got one police officer there who's supposed to guard the box at the theater. Him and uh, uh, Lincoln's valet, uh, uh, Charles Forbes, I believe his name is, and his driver, uh, last name is Burke, I think. They go to a bar during intermission. You know, mm-hmm. So they're getting drunk. And two of those guys are Irish. The, the driver and the valet oh, are Irish. here we go. Got, okay. Got to be a, here we go. I'm like, wait a second. Booze, I think, played a bigger part in this thing than I've ever heard of before. So so they come back to the theater. The, the, the one guy who really fell down on the job was the police officer. He wasn't even at the box. He, he was, they don't even know where the hell he was. They think maybe he was down in the theater watching the show but he, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing his job and maybe it's because he was drinking. But then uh, Lincoln's valet was in outside the box and uh, Booth comes up to him and this thing is completely lost in history. The valet lets him in to the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they think he handed him his card maybe or a letter. Uh, they, no, nobody ever thought to interview this guy years later. Mm -hmm. Like, what what did he hand you that made you allow him to go into the box unimpeded? Mm -hmm. Because he he was the only uh, thing between Lincoln and Booth and he Mm -hmm. just let him in. Uh, Kind of amazing. Consider (laughs) considering the end of a war is happening. There's there's Confederate soldiers in D.C. Uh, So (laughs) it just was kind of mind
1: boggling to me. Well, it took a whole nother presidential assassination for them to start thinking about security. It wasn't until after Garfield was killed. Right. 1881 for them to start thinking, maybe we should get some uh, protection for this.
2: Yeah. For they, this.
0: I saw they, they, they were talking about some uh, White House doorman. who was actually present during three three uh, mm-hmm. assassinations, Lincoln through McKinley. Well, his um,
1: his son was.
0: Well, Lincoln's son, yeah, yeah, Lincoln's yeah, son. yeah, yeah. And wasn't it uh,
1: John Wilkes Booth saved him? Was it John Wilkes Booth's brother who
0: was also an actor? Yeah, the talented one. Uh, <laughs> well, his father so, uh, was a, a famous actor too. I, I, yeah, the brother too. Yeah, like uh, maybe
1: it was Robert Lincoln fell into a train track or something, and he jumped down and pulled him out. Like, oh, that really? Guy.
0: Okay, super weird. I'm not aware of that story, but yeah, there's so many of these little. Side anecdotes yeah. that you, you you weren't familiar with, and, and they're all interesting. Um, but I thought you you did a, like a, a blog about just these sort of people who who were at very historical moments. Oh, footnotes is that what it's called?
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Like, for years, uh, I tried to do a podcast about it, music mm-hmm. version. Yeah. You know, people that are in like famous iconic photographs. Right.
0: Oh, okay, so his photos
1: and stuff. Yeah. Not always photos. No. Uh, uh, like one of the first ones was, and then I later found out who he was. Like the kid who walked into Brian Epstein's uh, music shop and asked about this Tony Sheridan single that had the Beatles on it. and That made Brian Epstein go, "Well, who are the Beatles? Oh, really? Okay, he yeah, is." Yeah. I was like, "Who is that kid? That's that's the guy." Yeah, turns out to be a guy. They uh, Raymond Jones, but like even things or things like the famous picture of the guy sticking a flower in the gun.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, who's that guy right yeah yeah, i had like
1: a bunch of them Uh and then i wanted to do a whole podcast on music footnotes like uh like uh the coin that buddy holly that uh uh, the big bopper and waylon jennings flipped or was it uh richie valens Mm -hmm. uh, to see who got in the plane what happened to the coin Mm -hmm. you know stuff like that
0: it's uh, funny you mentioned Buddy Holly. I, I, I rewatched uh the John Wayne movie, The Searchers, recently. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's some offensive stuff in there. But the character himself is supposed to be this flawed flawed character. But anyway, it's a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. But he sort of keeps going to this catchphrase, that'll be the day. That'll be the day, yeah. And, and I'm wondering, is that where Buddy yeah. Holly is? it? Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well... There, okay, you you solved the the thing for me then. So he yeah. he acknowledged that he, he heard that in that movie because it was around that time. I think the movie came out in '56. Um, yeah, yeah. So it would have been right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Like That's I love stuff like that. Like yeah.
1: uh, like the kid in the picture holding RFK's head after he got shot. Who mm-hmm. was that kid? And They yeah. found him. uh I I have a million of them. I'll I'll happily.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe them. you can sort of bring them up during the podcast and we'll have a little chat but But,
1: uh so for years i was like they should make manhunt not only a movie but a comedy mm -hmm. Uh, but did you not hear that i don't know if they've already made it spielberg bought it spielberg been trying to do it for years and apparently now it's a netflix series do you hear about that no uh so i was bummed i was like fuck if they make this a comedy i'm gonna be bummed but now it's
0: uh i I think it's coming a comedy greg come on
1: you oh know? come on, those idiots trying to get up and down. Yeah, and well, re-
0: no, there, there's stupidity in there. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. But then you can't lean into the, the, just that. You know, I mean, it's tragic. It's a tragic story. Really? But yeah. I yeah yeah. Are you sad? <laughs> I, I got yeah. I am sad. Too soon. No, I, I'm just saying if you lean into the stupidity. That's what and, I'm saying. And, and you know, stupidity and cruelty always often go hand in hand. And uh, it certainly Get goes hand-in-hand in, hand in this, this instance.
1: Like, we wouldn't even mention
0: our show, Lincoln. Like, it's not about yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, no.
1: It's, it's yeah. about these idiots trying to pull off this thing. Mm-hmm. They bungle most of it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh Unfortunately, the one they didn't bungle right. was Lincoln. Yeah. And then what uh, Booth has to go through for, t- was it 12 days? Uh-huh. Uh, with this cast of idiots. I'm sorry. That's comedy uh-huh. gold. Yeah, But apparently it's going to be a series. Uh, I, I'm sure I'll check it out. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, It, it per- hasn't
0: come out yet. It's it's in the works. It's in the works. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't uh, know that.
1: Then Swanson put out another book soon after. It went back and forth between Lincoln's funeral train mm-hmm. and Jefferson Davis. Okay. Now, gr- even growing up just outside of Richmond, I realized I knew nothing about Jefferson Davis.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. And when you grow up in Virginia... Yeah,
1: where I did, you hear a lot about how great the South was Uh and all the terrible things you fucking hear. Uh Uh, The lost cause, all this shit. But I never learned anything about Jefferson Davis, the guy. And it turns Uh out, other than him being a traitor and uh, (laughs) enacting a war against the United States (laughs) to propagate slavery interesting guy those
0: things aside right if we move those
1: things (laughs) number one he went to you know you know what the name of his college was no transylvania college
2: okay all right i'm sorry Uh uh-huh
1: if you want to be a more sympathetic character (laughs) put that out there Uh at least it's funny yeah you know you go to college it's named transylvania Mm -hmm. you can't get some laughs uh he uh he was so he lived another 30 years. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not gonna remember all the details, but he became a senator
2: mm-hmm. or a congressman okay. or all right.
1: uh or some some gig. Mm-hmm. And apparently he was so interesting and like smart and a renaissance man. Oscar Wilde came over and stayed with him for three weeks. Mm-hmm. He was like, I have to meet this guy. Uh-huh. Uh so again, other than him being a terrible human, uh, very interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. No,
1: and for me, shocking in that, but how did I not hear about, you know, I'm so gross yeah, surrounded yeah. by these fucking stupid Confederate statues. <laughs> but then each chapter would alternate with the Lincoln funeral train. Mm-hmm. And that was incredibly uninteresting. Uh, like chapter after chapter, oh no, we're in Peoria. They're okay. running out of flowers to mask the scent of Lincoln's body. Okay, okay, yeah. But the Jefferson Davis shit was uh, like, if you have to read about a Historical shithead. Interesting <laughs> guy. I'm uh-huh. I'm leaving yeah. out a lot of it because I can't
0: remember. Yeah. it. But I uh, well, I mean well, I guess well, uh, well. it was interesting to me who some you know I didn't remember the particular detail that uh, the famous actress who was in the in in the play. Uh, oh, my country or something. Our oh. American cousin, I believe. Our American cousin. Yeah. She pizza, She she sort of seizes the moment you know for uh you know i guess an actress sort of has these uncanny instincts <laughs> to rush up into the box she knew the uh-huh. way to wind her her way up there uh-huh. and she and she ends up cradling lincoln's head in her lap uh-huh. so her 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 dress ends up being spattered with with lincoln's blood Ka-ching! and and yeah and that's exactly what happened uh, you know, her, this, this dress had a its own history of its own, had a history of its own after the assassination and it was put on the p- display. I think pieces of the dress were cut up and sold, uh, just amazing. uh you know, the, the industry that would crop up, you know, uh, around an, an assassination. Um, what do you think
1: the next night? When they try to, when they put that play on, how do you think that went? Like, how'd you like um, to be in that play? Like, hey guys, thanks for coming.
0: <laughs> I think it may have been canceled, Greg. I, 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 hey, I don't know if it was mentioned.
1: They made the uh, winter dance party. They made the uh, Buddy Holly's band go on the night after he was killed.
2: Really? Was wow.
1: wow. Lincoln better than Buddy Holly?
2: Okay. But
1: I highly recommend. I think
0: he is. I think you know. I'm going to weigh in on that one. Lincoln Sorry? Lincoln is greater than Buddy Holly. You're saying hey, Buddy Holly is greater than Lincoln?
1: Look, Mike, Mike, you argue one way, uh-huh. I argue another. <laughs> we go round and round. At the end of the day, it's a we, show. All, we, we gain the... a certain respect for each other. Of course, Lincoln's the better American. Okay. The better... okay.
0: So anyway, yeah. So uh, I think one of my goals of this year is to become a slightly bigger uh, – I think you've probably read this one, no? Team, Team of Rivals. You read that one? Yeah. Good one. Yeah, very good. Uh, I don't remember
1: as much as Manhunt. It certainly doesn't read as great as Manhunt. Like Manhunt does feel like it's fiction. Yeah. Even though it's not. You but, know what? I
0: remind me. Uh, have you ever read uh, The Killer Angels? Michael yeah. Sch- That's 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 historical fiction, but it's well done.
1: Yeah, I've heard. Um, i heard that's a good one. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like for fiction. I prefer the book, but I feel like we're at the point now, and I'm not saying don't read nonfiction, obviously. At this point, so many documentaries are so great. I'm just between, plus I'm lazy as hell. I feel like I can get a great documentary on whatever, instead of reading about the Detroit housing market, I could probably find a great documentary around it. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm getting lazier but well I mean it's yeah, been a, a, a while, while since I, like I I watched
0: years. uh Ken Burns. I mean that you know that when it, I mean I saw it when it came on and it was great, you know. I haven't looked at it again recently, but yeah. I, 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 reading this book Manhunt feels like I'm getting more details, you know, than yeah. than the documentary was able to fit in. It's
1: uh, all such brilliant rhythm and pacing. Are you familiar with this book? Autograph
0: Freedom? Yeah. I read that. You read this already? Okay.
2: All right. So yeah.
0: uh, I'm making a list where we can talk about stuff. We although it may be a while since you read them, right? Hey Mike, I'm not gonna apologize for being so far ahead of you, bro. <laughs> so are you are you well, all? Civil I think war I think you're time? qualifying as a uh, uh, a civil war buff so far. You're two no, for two. No. You're two for two. No. Our friend
1: Serge, who I have to give props, recommended four of my favorite books I read last year. He's a
0: civil war buff. He knows his shit. Okay well maybe we'll, we'll we can get them on here how about this one no Lincoln by David Herbert Donald sounds like an idiot <laughs> no great, I, great cover yeah I mean you know it's it, it is you know it's pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory right mm-hmm. but uh I heard great things about this when it came out so I picked mm-hmm. it up I haven't read it yet no I'm very ambitious like I think most people are that way yeah you buy the mm-hmm. books, you end up more books than you've read. Sure. Um, well, I have
1: books that have traveled from city to city with me.
0: And I recently got this. Uh, Library of America has the Bruce Catton. Have you ever read read any of the Bruce Catton? Oh, yeah. is, yeah. is, is that historical fiction?
1: Is that how you mean? said? I always, I think I always said Cotton.
0: Well, it's a the cotton? Yeah, C A T T O N. I don't know if I've heard it out loud. <laughs> But uh, that's the Army of the Potomac trilogy. There's lots of the what? See, Potomac. The, the Army. Oh, uh, okay. Potomac. Okay. Well, you you know the region better than me. Thank you, Mike. What did I say? Potomac. Potomac. I mean, I, we don't. We don't need to go. We Potomac. can move forward. <laughs> I want to get it right. I don't. I don't want to be the dope on the show. Trust me. There's no chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, I never I never pictured you being a
1: wannabe Civil War buff.
0: Well, like I said, I I'd read reviews for these books and they were fantastic reviews. I'm like, okay, And the uh, I think the Battle Cry of Freedom was part of um, the Oxford American history series or whatever. Yeah. And I've read a few of those books. I've read the uh, Freedom from Fear, which is the FDR years. That was really good. And then I read the later ones, which, uh, well, there was one called Grand Expectations was good. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Some of the later ones, like the Bush era or whatever, not so great. Uh, But um, any other favorite nonfiction books come to mind that you could recommend to people? Uh, I
1: have a couple. You mentioned, uh, I did put together a short list of ones I've read over the last, Like I said, I stopped like 15 years ago. Yeah, why would you stop,
0: though? I don't get that.
1: I just got tired of the whole, like, pattern. What about music uh, books? Music nonfiction books? They're different. They're Uh... a little, like, you don't have to... Well, my my favorite music one was always Revolution in the Head, the Ian McDonald book. I don't Uh, even know that one. That was, like, the first... I mean, now there's a million of them. uh, Book where he took every Beatles song and just detail by detail who did what who played what when the song was recorded why they used this guitar why they did that it's fascinating
2: Uh, okay Uh,
0: say the name again say the name revolution in the head revolution in the head how is shout did you ever read that one yeah 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 yeah. that's good uh it's fine a lot a lot of them blend together
1: Uh, uh there's one called a day in the life that to me became my de facto like uh, it was a fun read, and it seemed very definitive to me at the time. I mean, this is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the author. Um, uh, but lots I mean, of Beatles. But, you're you're
0: a Beatles buff. You read a lot of Beatles.
1: Uh, I read a lot. Books. I mean, not the last 15 years because eventually they all kind of blur together. I mean, yeah, yeah. Now I'm more yeah. That's that's why I like Revolution Head because it was all about the music, like the recording, mm-hmm. as opposed to a lot of the. You know, the outside stuff is great, too. But, uh, you know, one nonfiction in the book that had an effect on me was uh, Patty's Lament. Uh, It's about the the Irish famine. Okay. And I think it it taught me a lot about, uh, you know, grace, even when you're you have nothing like these people are starving, literally starving to death but if you came up to their house or hut, you know, they'd make room for you and try to feed you uh, just really remarkable. And everybody's generosity under such, you know, cause now, I mean, I don't want to get into it today. Things are worse. Uh, who knows if they are, mm-hmm. but you don't picture the, that going that way. Now, you know, mm-hmm. imagine if you're broke and poor, you're circling the wagons. Fuck you. You can't come to my, but they would always try to make a, uh, So it was really eye-opening that way. Kind of like there's a couple of scenes in The Grapes of Wrath. Remember where like Ma Joad's like fuck, I don't have any food, but here's two kids, so we got to share our hamburger meat and onions kind of thing. So I was really affected by that. That remember remember there was a story of uh, this this, uh, family. I think they were trying to go from their village to start over in another village and they had a like horse and buggy and they just, they start going down the road and all of a sudden this little girl like barely had any clothing on, just mm-hmm. wearing like a potato sack, but like, just starts chasing alongside them mm-hmm. running. That doesn't look at them. And like when they stop, she would stop. When they start going, she would just run. And it was obvious she, she wanted food, but like, she didn't want to ask. And, yeah. and they were like, Fuck, we don't really have any food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was this whole thing going on and on. Uh, so they shot her in the fucking head.
2: Wow. No, uh, no, I'm joking. Oh, come on. That's, uh, but that's eventually, not a joke. Like, not a joke. Come on.
1: Eventually they were able to get some food and feed her mm-hmm. and all. And yeah, Just really opened my eyes to generosity. Generosity under the worst of circumstances. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be generous when we
0: have a lot. Uh, and that taught me about generosity when you don't have a lot. Uh, it was a sensation at the time. Did you ever read uh, Angela's Ashes?
1: No, I still never read that
0: it's yeah it's it's worth reading i mean i i felt like he was laying it on thick you know almost like yeah uh, like poverty porn i guess you'd call call it you know it was just yeah I, you know it it may have been all true and it just says something about me that yeah. i couldn't accept some of this the scenarios that he lays out there the the extremes of it um Maybe that's lucky for you. I mean, I mean, I'm not being a dick. I'm just saying, no, I remembered hearing his his brother was a uh, a radio personality. I can't I can't think of his name now. But uh he was on WBAI. Yeah. I would listen to him and he, you know, they talk about the Irish storytellers and mm. how they embellish and uh I felt like there may have been a fair amount of that in Angela's Ashes. Yeah. But uh
1: I did read a book
0: uh on
1: poverty i think it was called poverty of history mm-hmm. and you go right that... for the fun
0: stuff right well if we're talking about <laughs> oh i'm sorry
1: i was reading garfield ways in
0: the other day <laughs> okay I, I think i see but... why you turned away from non-fiction you you were really well yeah you know...
1: what one thing i remember from it uh and it, this was 15 years ago is in the middle ages Rich people, or wealthy people, or anybody with money, thought poor people existed that they were given to them by God, mm. so they could throw some shackles at them every once in a while to absolve right. them. There, yeah, know, they, they had
0: their little so, fiefdoms, yeah.
1: Right, so they literally thought that's what poor people were for to make yeah. them. Feel, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. And I, and I
1: think that's some of that's like traveled through like a coping kind of mechanism. Exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to cure. Nobody wants to solve. Nobody wants to solve poverty because mm-hmm. uh, we could do it if we wanted to. But people like to have their causes. They don't want to. They don't want to cure poverty, but they want to throw it a couple of bones every once in a while to make themselves feel better. Yeah. If we if we cured poverty, they wouldn't feel too good about it because then all of a sudden they're not as big shot. So that book uh, left a bit of a mark on me. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Did you ever ever read some of the uh, New Yorker writers uh, from like the 30s through the 60s? Um, My first introduction to uh, some of those guys was Mm -hmm. uh, Joseph Mitchell up in the old hotel. Mm -hmm. Just really good, you know, reporting. Yeah, their stories that appeared in the New Yorker, Mm -hmm. Um, just about quirky characters in, in New York, different. Mm-hmm. uh areas the, the fish market and stuff up in the old hotel <laughs> and then there was another famous writer around that time AJ liebling he wrote a great book called The Sweet Success about boxing he he had like varied interests you know he yeah. was a big he was a big boxing fan he wrote about politics he wrote The Earl of Lu- Louisiana about Huey Long uh he he was a correspondent during World War II. These mm-hmm. great essays he's writing, reporting from, uh, you know, the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he, he, you know, he also loved French food. <laughs> and so, so so there's all these uh, French restaurant reviews that he would do. And, and I read a fair amount of them. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend those as the best of his stuff. But mm-hmm. I was such a, a fan at that point. I was reading everything. There's a really good anthology. I think it's just called uh, Just Enough Liebling. And you get a cross-section of all the different things that he wrote about. Uh, mm-hmm. there was this other guy, St. Clair McKilloway. He wrote a book, uh, Reporting at Wits End. And uh that's got some great, you know, all these are all like New York stuff. I was I was interested in these yeah. New York writers, the stories. Uh, and then there's even another guy, John McNulty. Yeah. That's a play, whole The place genre. on Third yeah. Avenue. So yeah, I went yeah. through a phase. I'm reading all these old New York writers get a taste for the city uh really good stuff yeah, I,
1: who wrote up in the old hotel maybe because uh, that's a genre and a whole time era that's missing from my, oh it's uh,
0: yeah it's great joseph mitchell joseph mitchell yeah all those guys once you get a taste of that stuff yeah. i mean that's just great writing you know and yeah, it's, it
1: sounds like uh maybe reminiscent uh not exactly but uh down and out in london paris the orwell book like
0: Yeah, I want to get to that this year too. Yeah, I dug that up. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but back to music, uh, nonfiction. Uh, My favorite music writer is uh, Peter Gerlnick. You know, he's famous for the Elvis Presley the two volume bio, which is fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know, he he wrote on R and B soul music. They're all good. Um, Lost Highway though stood out for me. He's, he, I think that's got like mostly like country and blues, uh, artists. He does these little profiles and they're fantastic, you know, just really, really great stuff.
1: At some point, I got a little, uh, I was like, how many music bios do I need to read? Like, like how many Lou Reed books do I really need to
0: read? I kind of went through that. Uh, I like when it, when a review will say, this is the definitive. <laughs> and yeah. And then, I, and then you can get one book and you're one and done, you know, um, yeah, I just I read wanted... one Buddy
1: holly book uh that was a great biography, but went into too much detail like wanted to tell you how the scrotum was lacerated in the wreck and everything. I'm like, okay, we don't need you know wow. you, don't need, you don't need to show you work that hard
0: Wow, yeah uh, one other history book uh you ever read uh Son of the Morning Star mm-mm. that's about uh general Custer in the Battle of the uh, little Big Big Evan s I mean, Connell is is the author. He's he's a really good great writer. He wrote really great fiction. Uh, Mister Mister and Mrs. Bridge books, those are fantastic. But the Son of the Morning Star is just great. You know, again, just g- give the details, and you can make you know, in the hands of a good writer, he can make right. it fascinating. You know, as good as any That's fiction.
1: Swanson. That's why Manhunt is so great.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'll tell you two of my favorite, and they're very disparate, but they are. Like one's a memoir. I had never heard. I had no idea who John Lewis was
2: mm-hmm.
1: in 2000. I got a, I got a Barnes and Noble gift certificate for Christmas. Walked into the Barnes and Noble Union Square. I don't know what possessed me to pick up. It was called Walking with the Wind. Uh, and he's like the Forrest Gump of civil rights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I said, if you want a simple primer, primer, primer. Mm-hmm. Primer, Primer, Primer. <laughs> on, on, on that era from a guy who, I mean, unless he was bullshitting, which uh-huh. I don't think he was, he was, everything that happened, he was like right there. And mm-hmm. and he was young, obviously, because he only died a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. And also, um, the book, I think it's, by the time I saw it, it was Apollo 13. The, the book Apollo 13 was based on by Jim Lovell. Okay. Like, if you want a, uh, again, primer on astrophysics, Mm -hmm. dumbed down so that someone like me can understand it and it can hold your attention be fascinating. Brilliant book. You'll breeze through it. It's just fascinating. Every couple of pages is just fascinating. And I happened to read it just after, or maybe I read it because I'd read the right stuff. Did you ever read the right stuff?
0: I was just going to say, actually... I was going to you started talking on this subject. The right, right stuff is one of the all-time right just an entertaining read, you know. they're,
1: they're polar opposites in the, the right stuff, which I read on an airplane that had to have an emergency landing. Wow. You know how much I love that. (laughs) Uh, But Uh but a lot of that is these guys just had balls of steel. Mm -hmm. They did crazy shit. Yeah. Every other page, there's some body that hits the ground and it's described (laughs) as the body's like peat moss. Yeah. Uh, It's all about balls and heroes. and, And Apollo 13, that's when you realize it was all done on pure math. I'm not going to say simple math. Yeah. And obviously there's three heroes and a thing floating for a space. But in the way they knew every inch of, they're like, okay, when it crosses, now this isn't going to be impressive to anybody that knows anything about physics or not even physics, but science, or I don't even know the word. That's how dumb I am. I am. Uh, they're like, okay, when uh, the lunar module is here, This crater will be getting off this shadow at here at 417. So you're gonna want to do this and and the whole idea of like 10 things have to go wrong to one thing for Mm it to actually
2: it's incredible. The work, yeah, yeah.
1: The work. Yeah, to calculate all the calculations, yeah. You close the book and you're like, We went, we were able to go to the moon because of a bunch of genius mathematicians.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: uh, With their slide where one plus one is two
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, incredible I, mm-hmm. i'd recommend those uh, walking with the wind and uh it's called apollo 13 now i think when he wrote it it was called the dark side of the moon maybe oh really, he to Superman, to level. <laughs>
0: really? okay and he's still uh-huh. alive
1: so, uh, uh-huh. that was a great that was an eye-opening like to really it's like neil degrasse tyson makes science mm-hmm. accessible
2: mm-hmm.
1: to regular people
0: uh, uh amazing book yeah well, we did have a a dish this week. <laughs> I'll say. We almost got through this show. I'm going to wrap it up. I was like, wait a second, we haven't even spoken about the the dish, but uh, maybe it's appropriate that the uh hot and spicy beef which uh sounds like a porn title, unfortunately. Oh,
1: come on, Mike. Family show.
0: <laughs> hot and spicy beef. I mean, it was exactly what I expected it to be after last week's hot yeah. and spicy the chicken <laughs> right off the bat it was not spicy if, if if you learn anything from these shows it's that even when a dish is in red and says that it's spicy you have to ask them to make it spicy it's it's sort of a hint that they'll make oh, it spicy list sent you know just just ordering it is not going to get the spiciness so when I looked at it, I'm like, well, yeah, this looks like green. Uh, what is it? Uh, pepper steak, uh, onions. Yeah. I was like, that's that's what I expected, and that's what it looked like. I mean, this had some celery in there. Uh, had some squash. Did you get um, it from the same
1: squash?
0: Yeah, yeah. This this what? place, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first time it appeared, I, I didn't even know what it was. And, and, and people had to help me out. They're like, yeah, that looks like squash. It's like, and they cut it in these little curves. It's yeah. It it may be, you know, only at this place that I've ever seen them actually, but, uh, the gravy, you know, was not too goopy. wasn't too heavy. Uh, I ate about half of it. I will, you know, make another meal out of it. It was, it was, you know, satisfying. Um, but not spicy. Did you get it from the same place you did the chicken? Yeah, yeah. I was sticking with that place. I I
1: thought I'd be clever. I was like, well, let me try. I made a point of not getting it at the same place as last week's debacle. Really? Okay. Needless to say, I open up the lid. I'm just hit with nothing but peppers and cooked <laughs> onions. And it was disgusting. Uh-huh. You saw the picture I sent. I don't think I have. Well, yeah, you're busy. Yeah, I'm it. busy. <laughs> uh, I sent it to you. Was, uh, oh, it was exactly like a chicken last week. Yeah. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. I was swimming through goop, but surprise ending.
2: <laughs> so I'm ordering
1: it. And I'm like, well, as usual, I got to get a backup. <laughs> I'm doing the old flippity flip through the uh-huh. blueberry. And I see they have hot sandwiches. And I'm laughing like, uh-huh.
2: Really? Okay, that's interesting. In a
1: cheeseburger from the Tennessee <laughs> Cheese stick.
0: <laughs> Give it a shot, right?
1: So I'm like, and it says, uh, you know, uh, it says lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise. Uh-huh. I was like, huh. oh. Mayonnaise? No peppers, no I didn't even think
0: up. mayo was even in a Chinese takeout place.
1: So I was like, you know what?
0: I'm going to blow Mike's mind. <laughs> get a cheesesteak from a random
1: Chinese place yeah all right so now I'm thinking that that's my backup to my you're on a a new frontier man but then I start thinking well it is a cheesesteak from a Chinese place (laughs) maybe I need a backup the backup for the the backup (laughs) so I get five piece chicken chicken tenders Uh uh-huh I know are going to be great,
0: and of course, uh, this cost you fifty dollars.
1: Now we're up to, I think, with tip, it was uh, seventy-two dollars. Are you kidding me? Which I'm not sweating, based on a check a certain somebody sent. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, sixty-two. <laughs> I told
0: 62. you not to spend it all in one spot.
1: Yeah, it's not going to last the whole year. <laughs> I got to be honest. Uh, oh my god, seventy-two dollars. <laughs> and my backup to the backup. Okay. So I immediately row that's stupid. I tried to eat the hot and spicy beef. It was disgusting. Uh-huh. Open up the cheesesteak. Now, the, again, the integrity of the sandwich, it was a fucking, it was a total mess. The cheese and steak, <laughs> all and half out, there's mayo uh-huh. everywhere I'm looking at it, but it looked pretty good. So what do you think I did? Uh-huh. I scooped off the Steak and cheese part. The actual steak and cheese. Uh-huh. Ate it with a fork. Delightful. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and I'll say this word. Uh-huh. And you can believe it because we're a family show. But this is fan fucking <laughs> bet Whatever I think is great about a cheesesteak. It's not. I know. I know people in the comments. We're not in Philly. I know this isn't Pats. I'm not saying it's Pats. <laughs> I am saying it's better Geno's because fuck, fuck them with their disappearing cheese. But mm. so so then I have this bread, which and you'll see in a picture because I took a picture. Uh, I don't like subs when they cut them
0: into fourths. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah, a bit it's, much.
1: Because you bite and then everything pops up. Yeah. I took the chicken tenders, which were great size. Uh they put them on the bread Uh now i have a dish of delightful steak and cheese and a brand new chicken tender sandwich which
0: was delightful you need to call this place back and, and and tell them what you did and maybe they can add a couple dishes and call them uh, Greg's Delights. <laughs> so, Greg's
1: <laughs> Delights. Combo, Greg. cheese steak, no bread, uh-huh.
2: chicken
1: tender sandwich. Greg's Delight. Extra <laughs> time's delight.
0: And you could have oh, made rat snack. You could have made some rat snack videos. That's rat this. snacking. I love that phrase, <laughs> that, that word. Did you have anything left? I mean, did you eat all this? Yes. Really? It was great. Except, for, uh, well, okay. So you ate a cheesesteak sandwich and chicken fingers. Right. Okay. On a show. What was your stomach? To- How's your stomach been since? Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I should be uh-huh. eating it all the time. Uh-huh. But for a Chinese restaurant to have a great cheesesteak, uh-huh. and then for me to repurpose chicken into a chicken tender sandwich, Mike, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Your tootsies, I think I'm MVP for the week.
0: No, I'm I'm surprised you're even saying that it was a great cheesesteak sandwich. Hey. You I had, was as surprised as you. You had a, <laughs> you had a ball. You had a bowl of cheesesteak, uh, and oh, a chicken tenders sandwich. Okay, all right. No, you what you made we, it what happen. Did we serve? No, yeah, I, I, we... I give you credit for the creativity. I mean, it's you know,
1: I saw an opportunity, Mike, with the bread and the you chicken. Did.
0: No, you. did, it's, it's amazing how you repurpose stuff on the spot, on the fly.
1: Um, what if we took the steak and cheese parts of the steak and cheese and like sold them in cups, and you could just, you know, dig them out with a spoon. <laughs> Does the receptacle
0: do matter? I mean, you know, I guess, uh, yeah, you, you can get cheaper paper cups. Yeah.
1: Uh, but, yeah, the, the actual dish, Chinese dish, awful. Everything else, bro. <laughs> it, it was melting in my mouth, Mike.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad you had a, a good experience after last week's experience. So, I mean, I am going uh, to need you I'm, to cut me happy another happy when, another when you actually eat food. And 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 that you don't just chuck it,
2: you know.
1: Thank you, Mike. I don't know if a lot of people are concerned whether or not I'm eating food, looking at me, but
2: uh-huh.
1: but I am going to need you to come in another check for next week's meal. That's <laughs> and of course, no uh-huh. fork cookie and no napkins.
0: No for- they <laughs> didn't. <laughs> no no napkins for that mess you you ate right? it was yeah it was... what what did you how did you clean up afterwards well
1: i i popped over to the cafeteria and grabbed a bunch but oh,
0: okay enhance your karma by being kind to everyone you encounter all right yeah that's just that's not a fortune that's just a order to well, be it's nice a sort of uh reworking of the golden rule right Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> but,
1: well, so yeah. I had a great lunch uh, in spite of a crappy dish. But.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm happy when you're happy. Hey, I'm happy when you're happy because I'm happy.
1: <laughs> and I
0: mean that, man. <laughs> and on that, that note, I think. Oh, uh, real quick. Uh, yeah, sure.
1: Uh, everybody let me know if there's any updates on tracking down my college girlfriend for me. <laughs>
0: There were lots uh, of theories left. I mean, people had some theories what was going on there. They did? Yeah. Did they you didn't read some of those comments? I don't think so. No more fairly fairly critical. <laughs> Go, oh, back. Really? Go back. <laughs> Go back and read the comments. Where? On YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. All right, fuck this. I'm
1: going to have to get like that now. <laughs> I'll let you... I mean, uh, you like, her 50th birthday is coming up in four days. I feel uh, like the universe... It's doing something to bring us together. Okay. So any, of, any of our our, our fans. Well,
0: any of our you know, you, you just know need to uh, enhance your karma by being kind to everyone you encounter. So maybe that karma thing will uh, make this happen. I'm a prince to everyone I encounter. <laughs> I'm sure you. Except are. these people on
1: YouTube comments. <laughs> so I'm, about to, I'm about to put on black. I'm about to. Now, blister.
0: some of them have some legitimate theories. You know, somewhere, I think someone mentioned maybe a jealous boyfriend or husband that uh, she did not want to uh, have some uh, old flame. So she she basically preemptively blocked you. So. The uh, boyfriend or husband uh, would not be inflamed. (laughs) I take that. I take that. You know how pathetic I am. I take that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a compliment. Anyway. i want to thank everybody for listening uh i think this may have been our longest show yet i think we've set a record (laughs) oh boy (laughs) so tom will be tom will be thrilled (laughs) just after i was talking about how short the videos are we've just produced our longest but uh maybe you can listen to them in increments let us know in the in the comments how many days it takes to get through these shows I'm sure people are expand. You know, they they listen over a couple of days, maybe even a week. Rat snacking. I'm into Rat it, snacking. Yeah, if you want to give us some ideas for rat snacking, I don't want maybe. to brag. I think I'm a natural
1: rat snacker. Yeah,
0: I think you are. I think you're the guy. This this can be our breakthrough a viral video.
1: <laughs> if this doesn't bring my girlfriend back into my arms, no. I don't know what yeah, I'm and
0: there. yeah, and it's you can you two kill two birds with one stone.
1: Maybe I've been rat snacking. Uh, time for us to get back together
0: uh all
1: right well thanks like mike said thanks everybody for listening uh put in the comments subscribe whatever uh and we'll see you next week take care